let me be clear. I like tater tots, and I like them a lot. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 177 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the Tom Turkey of Tchotchkes. <laughs> oh, man. The, sure one like and o- <laughs> the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossam. Kirby, how the hell are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm a little sleepy. I had um, uh, poker with my friends at my house last night, so it was much later than normal for me to be up and then uh, back at it today. But... Always good to talk to you. How are you doing? Always good to talk to you as well. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. It's frigid here mm. in uh, bucolic Franklin, Tennessee. We had, uh, you know, the city's kind of paralyzed this morning. We had a 16th of an inch of snowfall <laughs> overnight and uh, threatened to stick to the roads. It's only stuck to the uh, grassy areas, so we're, we're under kind of a, a storm watch and warning here. So. <laughs> it's like a level two, right? Yeah, level two. <laughs> we're, we're a little uncomfortable, but you know something that never makes me uncomfortable, Kirby? What's that, Bill? I'd be that badge release program over at our friends and Fault Promotions, Josh Robbins and his crew. You know, they make selling badges easy and profitable. That's what they focus on. They're flexible, one badge at a time. It's fast, 24, 48-hour turnaround. And it's affordable. They have that bulk pricing without the administration. You know, they have that whole great website, badgesmakemecrazy.com, and it walks you through their entire badge release program. Yep, absolutely. And and I will tell you that, and I, I mentioned this last week, We, I had not done badges until I, frankly, met Josh and, and uh, kind of checked out this program. And we have started to sell them. And I'm talking to all of my team. I'm like, guys, this is, this is a great piece of business from – Quite frankly, you can talk to people you're already doing business with, right? Like you don't have to gain new customers to gain new business. Right. So badges no longer make you crazy. And you know that they have that customization, that custom branded end user friendly website. It integrates with your existing web store program. It's there of knowledgeable, helpful, and friendly customer service. Free setups, free samples, free virtual proofs, and they will demo that website program for you. So go ahead and visit badgesmakemecrazy.com. Learn more, and you won't be sorry you did. Thanks to our friends at Fault for their sponsorship. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Kirby. We're both a little groggy this morning. We're both <laughs> a little cold this morning. Are you ready to broadcast at a, uh, let's call it a maple level today? Sure. Absolutely. I think it'll be uh, syrupy and sticky. Okay. <laughs> now that we're all uncomfortable, do you As have a topic always, you'd like to start off with? or Yeah, no? sure. I'll jump in. Uh, so I mentioned last, uh, last night I had friends over. Um, one of my favorite times each month we get together. It's usually the winter months. We start in September, October, and we go to April or May. Every month we go to a different friend's house and play poker. And last night we've just got a great group of people. Honestly, we're not great poker players. It's really more about having a couple beers with friends. Sure. Um, and last night in particular, it, it was at my house. So a lot of times I can leave early and still get to bed at a decent time. But when it's at your house, you cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sitting there as we get ready to play. And around the table, there was like eight or ten guys. And like three or four of them started going, hey, what's the latest on my calendar project? Hey, can I get more information on this? And I'm literally texting my uh, assistant uh, after hours going, hey, make sure we check on this. Let's do this. 
And it occurs to me that sometimes the best um, customers or the best relationships become, you know, business and friend relationships. Sure. It's like when business gets personal. Um, yep. And having that last night reminds me that I need to, um, I don't know, promote that more often. Those, mm-hmm. those events outside of work where we can have fun and still do business. Mm-hmm. And w- you and I have talked about this. Is that something like, obviously we've accidentally, I think, gone into that, you and I both. Yep. Is that something you try to create on a regular basis or is it just like, hey, I ride the wave when the opportunity comes? To me, it's about riding the wave. I think if you try to make friends out of business associates intentionally, I think it gets weird. Um, I think, well, let me phrase it. I think it has the potential to get weird. So am I intentional about working with people I enjoy? No question. Absolutely. Um, Do I try to create scenarios and opportunities to to get to know them on a personal level? Absolutely. Do I expect to become lifelong friends with people out of that? No, I don't. But that doesn't mean some of those relationships haven't been forged. So I think having that open mind, having – to me, it's kind of like looking at networking in a little bit of a different way, Kirby. Yep. You're creating opportunities to really – Again, get to know people. We all, you and I say it, people buy from people and brands they know, like, and trust. That's as true today as it was in 1955 when David Ogilvie or whoever said it said it. People buy from people and brands they know, like, and trust. And so if you're not taking opportunities for people to get to know you and therefore like you, you're missing out. And, mm-hmm. and whether that's a poker game at your house that happens to include a client, whether that's going to a, a football game with, with some friends who happen to be business partners as well, yep. if you're not taking advantage of those opportunities when they organically happen or trying to you know create sometimes those uh, you know those opportunities at least to have the conversations with people, mm-hmm. you're, you're making a mistake. Yeah, and I, I, the other thing I kind of pops into my head is I think sometimes we struggle – collectively we um, with the idea that well this is my friend I don't want them to feel like I'm just trying to push my product on them or whatever but I think it, it went to the you know the heart of that for me last night was like no they these are folks who um, want to do business with each other when when the opportunity arrives and as long as it's done with the right intent you should share what mm-hmm. you do with your friends too, no because question. then they can become uh, clients as well. Well, again, it's just it's 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 an opportunity that you would be missing out on if you didn't. Do well, that. and they would, right? Like again, absolutely. if if it's you believe in what you do, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So again, just a, a, a quick little topic, but it was one of those things where last night I'm like, man, this is the best kind of business. They're literally going, hey, I want this. Hey, I want this. While we're getting ready to play poker and having a beer, I'm like, this is this is business done right. It is. And, and you and I have talked about, and, and we hear the term work-life balance a lot. I'm on record saying I don't believe in that concept at all. Right. I believe that work and life should weave together a little bit. Um, and that if you're living life right, um, there is no the balance exists because you enjoy what you do. You enjoy the people you do it with. And it all blends together. And I think what you just described speaks to that point. If you love what you do, you love the organization you're doing it for, and you love the customers you're doing it with, it it all weaves together. Right. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. Okay. Awesome. All right, Kirby. Let's talk industry perception, shall we? Let's. 
So I went down a rabbit hole yesterday as I was looking for topics, and I found an article called The Six Most Memorable Promotional Products. Now, this was written by somebody outside of our industry. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. Here are the six most memorable promotional products according to someone who buys them from outside our industry. Okay. Pens. Okay. Mugs and water bottles. Shirts. Tote bags. USB drives, and this is the point of the podcast where Danny Rosen can brace for impact. Oh no! Stress balls. So okay. I know Danny. I know Danny just completely lost his shit right there. <laughs> but the, to to according to an outsider, that is what the most promo, the the most memorable promotional products are. So we continue to fight this perception problem in our industry. It's something PPAI works very, very diligently in terms of trying to fight against this perception problem. We all have clients that, quote, unquote, know what they want. Yeah. And many times we know what they want is completely wrong for the message they're trying to get across and to the audience they're trying to get it across to. As a distributor, Kirby, how do you approach them to tell them they're wrong in a tactful way? Yeah, it's funny. I'm, I'm super glad you brought this up um, because literally I had this conversation with someone in our industry yesterday and we're discussing different events and whatever. And his comment to me was, well, when my clients come to me, they already know what they want. Right. And I, I that actually made me tense mm-hmm. because um, honestly, I don't struggle with that very much. And maybe it's just because I'm so damn opinionated. Mm -hmm. Um, But literally, that actually doesn't happen to me very much. I mean, don't get me wrong. Occasionally, they'll be like, hey, we want a cooler bag or whatever. And usually, to be honest with you, the clients who are coming to me like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that actually makes sense for what you're doing. And my tactic, I guess, for that, I don't even know if it's a tactic, is I go, okay, well, here's what you've requested, and here are a couple other ideas that might fit. but honestly, most of the time, my clients don't come to me going, hey, I want a stress ball, right? right? I, I don't want – occasionally they'll say, hey, we want some pens or whatever. But um, it, it is so many times, and this is truly – and I'm just speaking for myself here – is they come to me and say, hey, we're looking to do something <clears throat> what do you recommend? And I think that's right. just a positioning thing. I think that's sort of the – I've spent 15 years – hopefully trying to present myself as an expert so they come to me asking me what they want and so well, that's I, I don't try and fight them on it because either either they know what they want mm-hmm. and they're they actually are um uh, educated on it and that's exciting and so i just help guide them where they need to go or they go what should we do and it's generally not a stress ball and see, you hit on something very, very important. I think you've, you've started the relationship off from day one, positioning yourself as an expert, as a consultant, yeah. as someone to collaborate with, as opposed to an order taker. Yeah. Because for every Kirby Hossman out there, there's 15 or 20 others in our industry that are just happy to take the order. Right. Right? I mean, we are an industry filled with small businesses, and it's yeah. very difficult to say no to an order. And it's very difficult to, for lack of a better term, disagree with or argue for so, with someone who's simply saying, I want a repeat of what I did last year, and I want to give you money to do it. Because right. it's very easy to do that, right? That's the easiest thing in the world is to do that exact repeat that you did last year. But is it right for the client? And we don't ask ourselves that enough. 
yeah, that's and that's fair. what that's what you do. I think you you ask yourself if you got an if you got someone who said I want an exact repeat, you may push back politely, respectfully, tactfully. But why do you want an exact repeat? Right. Is yeah. it, is the audience the same? Because if the audience is the same, they're going to get the same thing. Right. No, that's fair. I, <clears> on the <throat> other hand, I also that that's a it is a tightrope, right? Because, it is because one of the things I do struggle with is you know one of my rules of business is never get in the way of somebody trying to give you money. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, sometimes I think it's presumptuous to tell a client that I know what you should do. I know your business better than you. Mm-hmm. And so really, I think it's not that I necessarily go, no, you shouldn't do that exact repeat. It's just, it, I guess it, for me, it's just more about a conversation. Well, and that's what I was about to say. Yeah. It's not necessarily saying, oh, come on, you're an idiot, Mr. Client. It's yeah. not that. It's just saying, well, and I think this is how you approach it. This is how I always approached it in my distributor days was, you know, let's get you exactly what you're looking for. But I may have some ideas for you right in the same price range right. um, that may be a more effective vehicle for you and your target audience. It may not, but I, if you're cool with it, I'd like to show you those things. No one's going to argue right. with that and, approach. And that, that essentially that is what I do. And then sometimes they'll be like, no, just want more pens. Yep. Well, and, <laughs> and that's, and that's you know, okay, that's fine. Look, what I, I tell uh, the thing I say to my clients is my two cents is always free. Right, absolutely. No, and it so, makes total sense. So I, I love, I love your approach there. You know what else I love, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Oh, that'd be our good friends over at Tervis. Yes. You know they make those awesome, awesome tumblers. They've been around since 1946 with that classic line. It's that sleek style makes it perfect, and I mean perfect for that active and on-the-go lifestyle. It's the original double wall insulated drinkware. It keeps those cold drinks cold and reduces that really weird, icky condensation. Right. And, you know, nobody wants that. It's the original customizable double wall insulated drinkware. And it's available in several sizes, including that sippy cup, which I know you love so much. <laughs> totally. The, the wine glass uh, that's both stemmed and stemless, the 10-ounce wavy, the 16-ounce mug, the 16-ounce and 24-ounce tumblers, and uh, the 24-ounce water bottle. Made from Triton plastic, made right here in the United States of America. Lifetime warranty, dishwasher safe, microwave safe, BPA-free. If you want to learn more about that drinkware, and I mean, you talk about a brand name that carries credibility with it, just walking in the door, Tervis is it. Go ahead and head over to TervisPromos.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Kirby, you got another topic for us? I do. I do. So this is one, this is hard hitting. Um, so, Uh-oh. Do I actually uh, need to listen here? Yeah, not really. Uh, so we shouldn't change anything up. Um, no. So this week was Veterans Day. Um, yep. And Certainly, just to say this out loud, I want to thank all of our servicemen and women who, uh, you know, have fought for our freedom and served in that way. Um, but I want to bring it up to go, it was one of those days where most everything around here was open, mm-hmm. except for a few things that weren't open. And those, uh, those holidays that are sort of a holiday, but a holiday for the post office and a yeah. couple banks... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I want to I want to unify this is my movement for today. Mm-hmm. Like can can things either be holidays or not be holidays? Mm-hmm. Like I'm tired of trying to go mail something and somebody go, "Well, it's Columbus Day." Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> like either either things be holidays like 
Memorial Day. Everybody um, right. pretty much celebrates and understands that things are going to be closed. It's the half holidays that drive me absolutely crazy. Yesterday, I tried to deliver business cards. Oh, City Hall was closed. Okay. And then no mail today? Great. Okay. But everything else is open. <laughs> yeah, so, it's it's kind of a weird phenomenon. We can't agree on what's a holiday and what's not. <laughs> Yes. And and I agree with you. You know, we we are, as human beings, I'm well on record saying that we are all creatures of habit. So we will celebrate things the way we've always done it because that's just what's comfortable and that's what we know. So I would love some politician to run on a platform of streamlined holidays. Okay, guys, here's our holidays. Right. It would be Memorial Day, Labor Day. Christmas Day, maybe another, you know, maybe or Winter Day. Let's call it Winter Day just to be inclusive. I'm not trying to be f- silly here, but maybe yep. a, a fall or winter religious time where a lot of religions tend to celebrate certain things, whether it's Diwali or Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, doesn't matter. So a Winter Day. Um, Martin Luther King Day, I think absolutely should be a, a day off. I think, uh, a, I think Election Day should be a day off mm. for people. There's a lot of people who can't vote because they're working. I believe Patriot Day, which is 9-11, should be a day of remembrance. And you would include remembrance of Pearl Harbor and the attacks on 9-11 and all that. And you could kind of, I think you could come up with a platform where everybody would kind of agree on because, and, vet, and obviously Veterans Day and things like that, there should be those as well. But it does get confusing because, you know, I to me, President's Day is about buying a new mattress. I don't celebrate. <laughs> I don't celebrate President's Day. I mean, every day, every year, I'm usually traveling right around President's Day, and you know me with my out of office messages. Yeah. I always pick one president to research and celebrate. So I literally have probably about a 1,500-word out-of-office message where I review <laughs> a specific president. Last year it was Rutherford, Rutherford B. Hayes. Two years ago it was Millard Fillmore. I pick a president. Not everybody's, like, real keen on. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think I think it's time to kind of look at okay, what 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 is it and what does it really mean to have a vac- uh, you know the day off? Right. You know, did people really spend time yesterday thanking veterans for their sacrifice? No. Um and their service? No. Do people spend Memorial Day really taking time to pause and reflect upon the people who've lost their lives for this great nation? No, we're worried about getting a 12-pack of Coors Light before the store closes <laughs> because, you know, the burgers are about to go on the grill. So I think it's not only the when, it's the why. Yeah. If, if we're going to have a politician that's going to kind of rally around that, can we get rid of falling back and changing the time too? Because I, uh, I would like for it to be not dark at 430 if we're going to just put all of that out there. Yeah, no, I, no one likes daylight <laughs> savings time. No one knows why we do it. You hear varying things. The official reason or reason we do it is for uh, uh, electricity savings, not because the farmers needed extra light. That's the big misconception. But it still stinks. And I'm at the edge of the time zone here. I'm in the central time zone right at the edge of the, the where it bleeds over into the eastern time zone. Right. And on December 19th, uh, sun, sunset will be about 420 in the afternoon, 415. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sunset. Not not getting dusk, sunset. Yeah. So there's yeah, that. Crazy. All right. All right, Kirby, real quick here. I don't know if you're familiar, uh, familiar with the gr- single greatest quick service restaurant in the history of food service. McDonald's? And of course, 
How dare you, sir? <laughs> of course, I'm talking about the greatness of Whataburger. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but they just teamed up with Justin Boots to come up with custom Whataburger boots. Yes. And if you go to Whataburger's website, which kind of a daily thing for me. <laughs> of course. You, they have one of the greatest stores in terms of merchandise I've ever seen for a fast food restaurant. I mean, McDonald's doesn't have this stuff. That's Wendy's true. doesn't have this stuff. They do occasionally. Like, they'll do a pop-up here and there. And KFC will do some things. And Arby's. But, I, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm on the Chattanooga choo-choo there, cha-cha. Anyway, um, so you see a pop-up maybe by uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. You see, a, you know, they'll do a, a, a brief thing for a month. Uh, Arby's and they're fun and funny. But Whataburger has a pretty serious web presence in terms of their merchandise. I think it's the best swag, and I did say swag, from yes, a fast did. food chain. So I've got two questions for you. Okay. Do you want them both at the same time or do you want one and then I'll ask the second one? Uh, sure, let's do one. Okay, the first one is where do you th- where do you think the best promotional products for food service is? Do you because I know you pay attention to this stuff. You read the same things I do, and you've seen the things other ones do. What do you think the best uh, promotional products are for fast food? You know, I, I, I would say again. It, I pay attention to Whataburger because you pay attention to Whataburger, which is fast. Like I've actually never eaten at Whataburger, mm-hmm. so I just figured that would be blasphemous to you, but I, um, just not around in my region. But when the boots came out, that's the first time I've really gone, like you said, gone down that rabbit hole. And you're right. I think Whataburger probably rocks it out better than anybody. Um, occasionally, I think Taco Bell, and I'm not a big Taco Bell fan, but they do some pretty creative and fun stuff too. Um, but those are the ones that just kind of popped to the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. The second question is, my birthday is next week, and I'm turning <laughs> 50, and then are, you, are those boots on your list for me? <laughs> I'm not sure what that imitation was. Um, is that your Clinton imitation? I or? think it was a hybrid of Bill Clinton, uh, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> and I don't know who else. And you Bill I mean, Petrie. And Bill Petrie. Are you going to give me them boots there, Kirby? Yeah, I mean, that seems reasonable. That seems like a good gift for you. What, what, what did they run again? Uh, $249, and that's not per boot. That's for the pair. So oh, okay. it's about a – What a bargain. Yeah, it's about $124 per boot. I'd like both, um, <laughs> and uh, a size 11 would be perfect for me, Kirby. Yeah, well, it's uh, that's one of those where exact quantity match, mm-hmm. that costs extra. Well, mm, well that's, <laughs> that's unfortunate for me then. Yep. But you know what's not unfortunate, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Oh, Kirby, we're at that time of the week. It's the <laughs> promo person of the week. Dedicated to highlight that one person in the promo industry who's grabbing our attention, making you take notice, slapping you across the face with a cold salmon, making you say, what's up with that? So, Kirby, who's your promo person of the week? So my promo person of the week is someone that um, I've known and my family's known for a long time. They have a history in the industry. Um, Jeff Shaw. Ah, Jeff Shaw. Yeah. I believe Jeff's at Halo now, right? He is. He was before that with Shaw Print and Promotions and before that at Shaw Barton. Oh, yeah. Um, So he is actually going to be recognized for the OPA Hall of Fame coming up in less than a month for his service for uh, OPA, for the industry. And like I say, the history of the industry itself, he's one of those guys who uh, speaks to the history really, really well. He's actually working with our local 
uh, museum to make sure that all of the history in the museum is correct. Um, he just is an aficionado when it comes to uh, information about the industry and you know, his service for the industry obviously is being recognized and I felt like during this promo person of the week it would be appropriate to mention my man Jeff Shaw. That is a great one. I, I know Jeff a little bit. I worked with Jeff on a couple of uh, PPAI committees. Um, and great guy, really yeah. just a tremendously nice guy. And you talk about someone who cares deeply about our industry, there should be a picture of Jeff Shaw in that uh, in that dictionary. So, Jeff, Absolutely. there's going to be a box of virtual high fives sent to you. And uh, feel free to share with the ones you love. All right, Kirby. Yep. I thought long and hard about this one. So yeah. we're at the best ever. And I thought, okay. So for those of you who don't know, Kirby and I, um, before this podcast drops, so I guess it drops Friday morning, so I should say last night, (laughs) Kirby, myself, Dana Zezzo, and uh, Josh Robbins, we went to a football game. We were at the, we were going to, we're good, this is weird, I'm trying to decide am I speaking in the future tense? (laughs) (laughs) We will have been gone. We will have been doing stuff. Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, we're going to the Thursday night football game, Cleveland and uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I believe the relative temperature there oh. is going to be a robust 26 degrees at game time. Mm. I don't really care about that. That's your problem, not mine, Kirby. I don't really care about that. that I don't think that's that bad. I want to know what the best snack to eat at the football stadium is to one Kirby Hossaman. Oh, okay. So... Um, what's interesting, I think, for me is, and, and when I tell people this, they always laugh, I, I've never been to a pro football game. Uh, so this will be my first. Um, but when I think of uh, snacks for whether it be baseball, whether it be football, any of that, I'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to just plain old hot dog and beer. Okay. Um, so if I'm going to partake in anything there, I'm not, like I like something that I can, especially in a, a uh, place like that i like something i can eat with one hand and not make a mess so nachos don't sound right for me um you know even like burgers or more fancy stuff i just want to be able to do a plain old hot dog and uh always i uh, chase it down with a a overpriced watered down beer way to branch out there kirby i appreciate (laughs) you stretching the culinary envelope like you do i i do so I'm, I'm going to tell you what I, I go for. I, I like something a little more robust um, mm-hmm. with my, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, ballpark food, for lack of a better term. Okay. I did not do any research, so I do not know what, uh, what is available at uh, the former Cleveland Municipal Coliseum Stadium for people. <laughs> but I do like myself some tachos. Are you familiar with the tacho? Uh, I, I mean, I've heard of it, but it doesn't sound like something I would ever eat. But, oh, yeah, tell me all about oh, it. Oh, Kirby. Kirby. <laughs> it sounds like I need to stretch your culinary horizons once again. So <laughs> let me be clear. I like tater tots, and I like them a lot. So what tachos are, Kirby, it is a boat of tots, and okay. then it's covered, smothered with love. <laughs> All right. With love, huh? We're talking we're talking cheese. We're talking scallions. We're talking bacon. Maybe some sausage. Maybe some some sort of guacamole. They're nachos, but made with tater tots. In other words, tachos. Wow. Sounds messy. You know, sometimes you gotta live a little, Kirby. I mean, come on. 
Come on, Kirby. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. So you're not down with the tachos? I mean, hey, if you get them, I'll try them. Well, I, you may not be down with the tachos, but I do know you're down with our good friends over at Vault Promotions. We talked about their badge release program. They make badges easy to sell. They're going to build a custom website for you. It's going to integrate right with your existing web store program. Go ahead and visit badgesmakemecrazy.com. Learn more. Sell more. Tacho more. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.